You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On this episode of the OFNT podcast, are COVID tracing apps the first step to something more sinister? WeChat is suing for survival in the U.S. Are cheap Android phones worth the risk? Is Apple planning on a watch SE? I have this and other stories ahead, and I wrap it up with, in my opinion, over political rant. Let's get this show moving. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the OFNT podcast. OFNT stands for Old Fart, New Tech. I'm your host and resident old fart, Jim Schaefer. I hope this finds you well, and you're having a great week. Well, politics. Just turn on the radio or television to see what a mess is out there. I get a little political in this episode, so consider yourself forewarned. Let's open up with some tech news. Contact tracing app at Michigan College is a surveillance state nightmare, reads the headline from the Washington Times. From the article, Make way for the USSA. United Surveillance States of America, and it's all due to COVID-19. A contact tracing app that administrators at a college in Michigan forced on all students as a condition of their presence on campus not only identifies the app user by name, not only pinpoints the app user by geographic location, not only generates a specific code that labels the app user as either certified or denied, based on required coronavirus test results, but also sends an alert to school bureaucrats about denied students behaving against COVID-19 protocols. Administrators then, in turn, can lock these students' identification cards remotely and prevent them from accessing certain buildings and campus facilities. Well, can social credit scores be far behind? When did our college campuses start taking guidance from the Chinese Communist Party? Oh, that's right. Since they started accepting money from that government and erecting so-called Confucius Institutes. I will not be one of those people who load a tracing app onto my phone. 
while the intention may be good at first, more nefarious uses will be introduced over time. And that's just my opinion. Next, Newsmax.com has the headline. U.S. WeChat users sue Trump over order banning messaging app. From the article, some U.S.-based users of WeChat are suing President Donald Trump. I mean, personally, I don't know, I don't get this. In a bid to block an executive order that they say would ban access in the U.S. to the usually popular Chinese surveillance, I mean, messaging app. The complaint, filed Friday in San Francisco, where else, is being brought by the nonprofit U.S. WeChat Users Alliance. Yeah, I'd look into their funding. And several people who say they rely on the app for work, worship, and staying in touch with relatives in China. Uh, the worship was thrown in there for some kind of sympathy, I guess. The plaintiff said they are not affiliated with WeChat, right, nor its parent company, Tencent Holdings. Again, I'd look into this alliance's funding. You know, China bans a multitude of Western apps, and though it is not what is usually done in this country, I kind of agree with this ban. When you use this and other CCP-controlled apps, you are giving up your right to privacy. Yes, you can voluntarily do that. But what about the people around you that don't use the app? They're having their privacy affected too. Next story. Chinese-made smartphones are secretly stealing money from people around the world, reads the headline, which is surprisingly from BuzzFeed.com. Well, I'm not even going to try to pronounce this guy's name, but anyway, he saw a Techno W2 smartphone in his store in Johannesburg, South Africa. He was attracted to its looks and functionality. But re what really drew him in was the price. Roughly $30. That was far less than comparable models from Samsung, Nokia, or Huawei, Africa's other top brands. I think you guys know where this is going. The phone is manufactured by the Chinese company Transion, which also makes some other low-priced phones and has become Africa's top handset seller. The unfortunate buyer and many, many others also bought a piece of malware called X-Helper, preloaded on the phone, which besides interrupting normal functions with pop-up ads, the user's prepaid data was being sucked up at an alarming rate. What was going on was the malware was attempting to sign up the users for subscription-based apps and services. This is not the first time, nor will it be the last time this problem will, excuse the pun, pop up. I remember a few years back when ZTE and Blue Cell phones had the same problem. So buyer beware. If that cheap Chinese manufactured phone looks too good to be true, it is. Slashgear.com is reporting that Apple is about to launch what the site is calling an Apple Watch SE, along the lines of the iPhone SE, which my son uses, and contently I might add. Like the phone, the watch would use off-the-shelf parts and use an older design to keep costs down. If true, this is a brilliant move. It would enable the company to further expand its user base, which would also gain more people for its ecosystem, which will enable more customers' access to Apple services. A chain reaction that will ultimately generate even more capital for the $2 trillion company. 
This would also allow myself and others to cheap out on gifts for related Apple users. SCMP.com, which is the website for the South China Morning Post, has the headline, Taiwanese chip designer MediaTek seeks license to supply Huawei amid U.S. sanctions. From the article, Semiconductor designer MediaTek has applied with the U.S. government for a license to continue supplying chips to Huawei Technologies after new U.S. sanctions take effect on September 15th, the Taiwan-based company said on Friday. I'll just sum up this article. Uh, MediaTek, known for mid-level smartphone chips, would like to get an exception to the U.S. ban, probably because unlike other chip suppliers, it has a much smaller market. They are probably hurting more financially than their competitors. I can hear the lobbyists in the halls of Washington, D.C. right now from here. The problem for MediaTek is that they use TSMC, which stands for a Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company, the world's biggest contract chip maker, which relies on U.S. technology to manufacture said chips. I can't see the current administration approving this license. The reason is that Huawei is the Chinese Communist Party. From Sky News, Tesla driver on autopilot crashes into police car while watching film. You know, there is always one idiot out there. This moron's name is Devander Goli, and not only did he hit a car, he hit a police car. Fortunately, no one was hurt. There will, there will probably be laws passed to take this useful feature out of Tesla vehicles because this society always falls back to the lowest common denominator. He was probably watching porn. You know, kids, that's why we can't have nice things. Apple has announced that it will not allow apps to track you and prevent them from accumulating data via the Apple Advertising ID, which, though randomized, still lets companies build up a profile of the user, a profile that is then sold to various advertising companies. Of course, Facebook has objected because this would have the effect of cutting their revenue stream drastically. What will probably happen is, unless you opt in to allow Facebook and other apps to accumulate data on you, features of the app will be limited. Think not being able to post on Facebook as an example of this. Tech I'm Using It's been a week since I've been using the Aura Ring. I'd like to be able to give it a glowing review, but at this time, I'm unable to do so. If and when I change work shifts in mid-October, I'll reevaluate things. As for now, the ring is almost worthless to me. The lack of recording naps as sleep and the inability to track activity between the hours of midnight and 4 a.m. skew the analytics as I work overnights and four hours of activity is not counted, and at least two hours of sleep are also not counted. It's not the hardware, it's all due to the software. I get about four and a half days per charge, which is uh, better than the Motive Ring, but far short of the advertised seven days per single charge, the company claims. 
Apple has filed patents for a ring, though details are murky on what its purpose would be. If only they would increase the battery life of the Apple Watch, and there would be no need for a ring. As I mentioned in a previous episode, I'm running the beta version of Watch OS 7 and have tested the sleep function and found it rudimentary and not able to fulfill my current needs. Oh, and the much ballyhooed hand-washing timer only works intermittently on my Series 4 watch and renders it useless. I've fallen in love with the AirPods Pro. I'm still amazed at the sound produced by these tiny earbuds. The fact that they also include active noise cancelling is a minor miracle in my book. My use of my previous favorite, the PowerBeats Pro, has dwindled to almost nothing. I still carry them with me to work as a backup to the AirPods. Battery life is great on the AirPods also. For me, the big difference was when I switched to the Charge-In Pro memory foam ear tips. That made this all possible. I'm looking forward to see what Apple does in the future with AirPods Pro. Strap in for some political stuff. Entertainment news. Newsweek.com. Rapper Ice Cube calls out Democrats after convention. Quote, what's in it for the black community? Well, I'll answer that. Nothing. The rapper was complaining about black small businesses not getting bailed out and that the only plan the Democratic convention put out was to vote Donald Trump out of office. Well, he's right. He should realize, though, that the Democratic Party takes the black vote for granted. Unfortunately, that's just the way it is. Maybe this upcoming election will change all that, but I doubt it. I recall when Barack Obama was elected, that there were high hopes amongst the African-American community that their situation would improve only to be paid lip service while that administration helped illegal immigrants, criminals, certain religions, and trans people. That's because Obama is a communist. I mean, just what job qualifications does an organizer require? You know who else are organizers? The Marxist founders of Antifa and BLM, both organizations who are currently using the black cause to ferment a communist revolution. Unfortunately, that is who the modern Democratic Party represents, in my opinion. Next, from Newsmax.com. Hollywood appeases China in order to make millions at box offices. Well, if this hasn't become obvious to you, I recommend you start paying more attention. Every time I see in the pre-credits that a movie was funded by China, I take a pass. An example is the remake of the great 70s movie Midway, which was about the epic World War II naval battle. A Chinese backstory was shoehorned in that really had nothing to do with the main subject of the movie. Even the facts of the battle were altered, which resulted in a bore fest. The substandard CGI didn't help either. Next, there are rumblings that Apple has secured deals with Martin Scorsese's and Idris Alba's production companies. 
This will bring new series and movies to the company's Apple TV Plus streaming service. You know, Apple TV Plus is shaping up to be a real contender. I'm sorry to hear that Chadwick Boseman, a star of the movies 42, Black Panther, and others, passed away at age 43 due to colon cancer. Most people, including myself, had no idea he was sick. Like the characters he portrayed on screen, the man went out with dignity. Podcast News is there trouble in Spotifyville? From the verge.com. Joe Budden is taking his podcast off Spotify because the company is pillaging his audience. From the article, Joe Budden, one of Spotify's biggest exclusive podcasters, is leaving the platform. He and his show will no longer be exclusive to Spotify after September 23rd, he says in his most recent episode while also seemingly suggesting it might not be available on Spotify at all. Quote, September 23rd. I cannot tell you where it will be, he says, but as it stands, I can tell you where it won't be, and that is Spotify. Mr. Button goes on to knock the company and detail his history with it. He alleges that Spotify never paid him a bonus for exceeding the show's audience projections by 900%, nor allowed his team to take Christmas and New Year's off because that would have caused him to miss two episodes. He also claims that his show was a guinea pig to demonstrate to the company's management that podcasting was a viable product to invest in. I'm inclined to believe him on that last claim because he was one of, if not the first big podcast exclusive deal Spotify made. Since then, Spotify has grown to be a major player in the podcast world. I think Spotify is trying to make podcasting like radio where the company, not the talent, own the show. I've been afraid of this kind of development. InsideRadio.com reports that Bart Tesler, who helped launch shows such as The Larry King Show, The Dennis Miller Show, The Radio Factor with Bill O'Reilly, and a favor of, favorite of mine, The Savage Nation, as well as many other shows, is leaving Westwood One after 44 years with the company. This was caused by the company shutting down its business division, which takes effect at the end of this month. I know that Michael Savage has suggested on a show recently that he is considering going paid podcast only. Maybe Westwood One is also getting out of the talk radio business also? In just last episode, I praised Mr. Tesla's boss, Suzanne Grimes, for the wonderful job she had done with podcasting for the company. All I can say is my offer to sell this show to the company for a great price still stands. Speaking of the show, I'm going to make some small format changes to this show for season two, which starts in late October. Stay tuned and... If you want to, you can drop me an email at ofntpodcast at gmail.com and suggest what I should do. I'll take all suggestions seriously. Next, this has to do with hardware. It seems supplies of the popular DBX286 channel strip seems to have dried up. It's been out of stock on Amazon and other sites for a couple of months, and if you do find one for sale, it's at greatly inflated prices. 
Even DBX's own site shows that the 286 is not available at this time. The only affordable competitor to the DBX is the two Behringer units, which are also not available. This leads me to believe this shortage is caused by the pandemic. I was hoping for maybe an update on, on the DBX unit, you know, maybe a refresh, but I guess that's not happening. You know, I haven't used all these units and can say the DBX is the superior product. I'm glad I got my unit when I did. The Behringer units, while serviceable, are more complicated to set up and don't sound as, as well as the 286S. The DBX unit has a superior build quality and it takes two Behringer units to equal the functions of the DBX-286S. The only advantage that the Behringer products have is that they allow two mic inputs and outputs versus the one on the DBX. Hopefully the manufacturer of these items starts again soon. Next, I'll be looking at a Rodecaster Pro. And that wraps up a quiet news week in the world of podcasting. Okay, it's rant time. And I'll warn you again, this one gets political. Professional sports. You know, I've punched out and I won't be coming back anytime soon. I deleted all sports-related apps from my phone, canceled my MLB subscription, and will possibly be switching back to YouTube TV from Hulu because I no longer have a need for the Yes Network. I also no longer wear my New York Yankees ball cap. Why, you might ask? Well, even if you're not asking, I'm going to tell you. As you may know, the NBA, which is the most woke out of all the sports leagues, had a one-day walkout, which was supposed to be season-ending until Beijing called and told them that the bottom line was going to be hurt. Players of Major League Baseball walked off the field, and all games were postponed for the day. The National Hockey League, the whitest of white leagues representing the whitest of white players, most who aren't even from this country, canceled their games all in solidarity with Black Lives Matter. Do these people realize that BLM is a communist organization that would get rid of the paid professional sports leagues if they were to accomplish their stated goals, which are the overthrow of the capitalist system and replace with socialism? Read communism, because they are Marxist. If these players would bother looking at the organization's website, they'd see these goals stated. Have they read the organization's website? Are they even able to read? Why is it that only one type of life matters? Yeah, I know, I'm a racist for just wondering that aloud. How about fans' lives matter? You know, the people that support the teams, show up at the venues when allowed, watch the events on television, buy and wear team merchandise, which is like free advertising for the organization, the whole time dropping hard-earned money to do so. Money that goes towards paying the obnoxious salaries the players earn. My criteria going forward is, unless I'm being paid by an organization, I'm not wearing the brand. No more free advertising from me. You know, I watch sports to get away from all the political crap going on these days, and now I'm having the stuff I'm trying to avoid for a few hours rammed down my throat by millionaires whose only talent is to play a game. And let's make no mistakes here. All sports are just a game. 
At the end of the day, they don't mean much in the grand scheme of things, especially to us peasants. And the people they think they are supporting, well, they don't watch any sports. That's why the saying is so true, go woke, go broke. It's the one game no team can win no matter how much money and no matter how much athletic talent its players possess. If even a small percentage of people feel this way and do what I'm doing, these organizations will feel the pain in their pocketbooks like us commoners are feeling these days. These leagues always talk about team parity. Well, in my opinion, it's time we give them a dose of life parity. Well, that'll wrap up this episode. I think it's number 44. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it for you, and I hope my efforts were worthwhile. You can contact me at ofntpodcast at gmail.com if you feel so inclined. Let me know how I can improve the show and what content you want more of or less of, like politics, I guess. So be safe. I'll see you next week. Remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Hey, what are you doing here? Why don't you go enjoy the day? And by doing that, you can get off my lawn. Take care, guys. I'll hopefully see you next week. I'm out. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.